Welcome to another episode of the Peak Potential Success Show. My name is Fallon Chua. I'm an entrepreneur, business strategist, real estate investor, speaker, and also a best-selling author. And every single day, I help others unlock the potentials and guide them to succeed. Today, we have an amazing guest. And this is somebody I actually connected on Clubhouse. And I heard his story, heard some of the stuff he says, and he completely blew me away. A very, very successful individual. Uh, he has entrepreneurship in his blood. And he has created some amazing things in a very, very short period of time. And I just had to have him on the show. In fact, I had him written on my wish list of people I want to interview on my show. And here we are today. So I'm absolutely thrilled to have him. So please welcome the CEO and chairman of Black Hawk Growth Corp, Mr. Frederick Pels. Hey, Fong. Thanks hey. for that intro. Wow. All right. <laughs> I'm honored to be here, too. So thank awesome. you. Well, thank you very much for your time. And uh, thank you for the, the, the stuff that you'll be sharing with us today. Now, for... There's lots of people here that know you, and there's also people from all over the world who's watching and listening who may or may not know you specifically and what you do. So if you could please give us a quick kind of trailer to the journey towards CEO-ship, yeah. what would that look like? Well, you know, I've been in the cannabis industry for a very long time. Uh, we had some significant uh, successes uh, with one of my other companies called The Green Room. Uh, was one of the first uh, chains to go across Canada in uh, uh, the legalized marketplace. Um, successful exit there. Always looked for solutions. I, I think, uh, you know, entrepreneurs should just, the definition should be problem solver. Uh, we seek problems and then we solve those problems. And, and we hope that there is uh, some monetary success behind that. I, I think that that's always been something that I've done. Um, and through, you know, various stages of growth, uh, ended up as the CEO of Blackhawk Growth Corp, as well as the CEO of uh, Gaia, um, which is another cannabis-based initiative. And, uh, you know, it's, it's been an unbelievable uh, journey uh, from, from really a retail store operator uh, to now public market CEO and in multiple initiatives and in multiple industries that I'm very passionate about. Um, you know, I've said it before, I'll say it again. I'm really, really lucky. Uh, a lot of it was hard work, um, but I was fortunate to have certain opportunities presented to me uh, that I was uh, able to take advantage of. And, and uh, I'm grateful and the journey continues. <laughs> well, you know what they say about luck. You have to be in the right spots first before you can actually receive that luck and those opportunities. So obviously, you know how to position yourself in the right spots and you've really taken advantage of a lot of these opportunities to store to where you are today. Uh, with, uh, with Blackhawk, uh, it's an investment issuer and there's a lot of people who know about Blackhawk, but there's also people who don't know. Now, what would you say that makes Blackhawk so unique and so different and so much better than the other investment issuers? Yeah, well, I mean, as an investment issuer, I think Blackhawk has been very successful at identifying certain initiatives that have uh, explosive growth at their fingertips. We found all these initiatives at a far more infant stage than most other uh, investment issuers would probably look at a company. We were focusing on real good solutions to problems in the cannabis and health sciences spaces uh, that were pre-revenue. And that gave us the ability, I, I mean, it's no secret, Blackhawk was a tiny company uh, when, when I took over. The uh, growth that we've experienced and the value that we've been able to bring back to shareholders was based on our ability to 
identify um, initiatives that were pre-revenue and, and really ready to explode and just needed a little bit of a push um, to get to market. And that's what we're seeing happening now. Um, you know, within a year, uh, we went from about a $2 million market cap uh, to 14 million. And that was achieved with limited cash uh, and, and really just resource-based growth of our initiatives, uh, applying the right connections, getting them to market. Um, and, and it's been uh, challenging, but at the same time, because of the caliber of the initiatives that we have, um, it's been a lot faster than what you would see uh, a similar uh, business model be able to achieve. Uh, so we've done really, really well at finding that. And that's because we focused in the cannabis and health sciences space, which myself and the board are very familiar with um, and, and obviously experienced, connected, and we were able to successfully leverage all of that uh, and build something you know, truly awesome. Wow, that's absolutely incredible. And the thing is, the, the, the ability to really grow this company has been phenomenal. Um, every time I look, the numbers are going up. You're breaking records. You're hitting massive sales and, and profits and whatnot. So if you can kind of sum up 2021 from January to now, what are some of the updates that you could give us with regards to uh, the different products, the different, uh, profile, uh, the different portfolios? and all the great stuff that's happened because I see great numbers that's coming up all the time. Yeah, our revenues have, have been growing uh, you know, at, at a pretty impressive rate. We intend to continue that growth as more initiatives come online. Um, you know, the uh, first uh, couple initiatives that, that we brought on and were able to turn on revenue were Sac Pharma and Noble Hemp. Um, you know, they're good for about uh, 500,000 approximately in revenue monthly and growing. Um, the next um, initiative to come online with revenue, which will be very uh, significant, uh, is spaced food. Um, the, uh, you know, follow up and, and also um, a company that will benefit from that revenue is our other initiative, which is New Wave Foods, uh, that uses a similar technology and applies it to non-cannabis infused products. Um, the scale of that is astronomical. Um, so I, I don't think the growth is as exciting as it can be and will be uh, for the remainder of the year. We just need to get to that stage, um, you know, space food. I can't wait to release the revenue numbers on that. Um, and then overall as a whole, um, you know, the company is really growing unbelievably fast. I, I can't really give you a target um, because I keep moving it higher. Uh, <laughs> so the, uh, the, the last initiative that we have that's also going to be bringing revenue is uh, Trip Pharma through its LightMind uh, clinic. Uh, it's a 5,000 square foot clinic here in Edmonton, Alberta, um, doing, you know, non-conventional uh, psychotherapy for treatments of depression, appetite suppression, um, you know, all sorts of, of uh, uh, medical benefits to uh, psychedelic treatments. Um, so again, it's, the money is just going to keep growing. The initiatives keep executing uh, and that always comes back to the bottom line. Mm -hmm. um, so, you know, for, for 2021, I, I would like to see um, 
the share appreciation to grow as fast as the revenue. And usually that's how it works. So from January to right now, uh, is there any uh, major updates that you would like to give specifically for each portfolio? Well, I mean, we've, we've been doing pretty good at, at keeping the market updated on what we can say. Um, you know, the, speaking today on a Friday, uh, I very well could have something coming out the, on the Monday, but I don't know if I could speak about it today. So, um, you know, as, as for, for updates, um, the uh, space food production is currently underway at True Extracts in Calgary, Alberta, which is a fully licensed um, Health, Health Canada licensed uh, extraction facility. Um, we're looking to increase capacity. Um, take that for what it's worth. I think that's the best that I can give you. Um, so increasing production, really looking forward to our max capacity, which is around 500,000 units a month. We're not expanding to that quite yet, um, but uh, wheels are in motion to expand. Um, same goes for New Wave Foods. Uh, again, the two are tethered. Uh, so as the production increases with space food, production increases for New Wave. Their non-infused initiatives are also scheduled to <laughs> increase that capacity. Um, so we're, we're really like every day, there's some bit of growth. Is it, is it marketable to put in a news release? No, uh, but as it gets to that point, uh, you know, we're, we're moving, we're running uh, and, and, and getting everything you know, to market as fast as humanly possible. Um, our roadblocks are really limited to packaging, uh, licensing, and, uh, and getting the products physically delivered uh, to the location. So we're, we're kind of ignoring that and making sure we have enough inventory for when those logistical bottlenecks open up, we are able to funnel as much ready-made product as we possibly can through there. Um, Sac Pharma, again, continually making some of the finest cannabis products in Northern California. Um, expansion there is inevitable. Uh, we're looking at every avenue we can to expand that. Uh, Noble Hemp, uh, again, I can't really say exactly what we're expanding on, but expect some product lines to be added um, as well as uh, revenues to increase. I, I mean, that is a cash machine. It's um, when you have success in a non-storefront model and you're able to continue to grow and continue to uh, benefit from your business model and, and the organic growth there is phenomenal. Uh, so we want to keep pushing that. And then as the, the push towards the U.S. marketplace continues, uh, you'll see the synergies between all of these other companies uh, really start to take effect. And then that leverages more into more growth. Um, the business fundamentals here are very, very strong. Uh, that really is my, my background. I've grown multiple companies um, and, and with these initiatives, again, from infancy, we're now at large scale production on everything. Uh, the, uh, you know, next step, again, everybody saw our news release about the acquisition of Turp Distro. 
that is a very interesting piece to the puzzle. Uh, we are looking to take the U.S. marketplace by storm with some of our initiative, uh, some of our initiatives now because they're so unique. Uh, we're not making other gummies. We're not just growing cannabis. We're not everything we do. In my humble opinion, is exceptional. Um, it's different from what you see in the marketplace. So the successes of our successes will continue to give us more success. And I think that's a big reason why Terp is willing to work with us. They are a passport to the California marketplace. They are able to do uh, packaging, labeling, production, taxation requirements, and distribution. Um, so it's effectively the speed train to the California marketplace um, and, uh, and beyond. Uh, the global stage very much looks at that market uh, to pick and choose its favorites. And I hope we're successful in, in executing both with Terp and with moving our initiatives down south uh, while in tandem uh, succeeding here in Canada. Uh, I, I like how I hear the word success a lot and you can never repeat that word enough to, to, to not be happy about it. So uh, awesome, lots of great stuff coming on. Now, with regards to 2020 and right now, we had a lot of the, the COVID situation, lockdowns, and I don't know what number of lockdowns we're on right now, but lots of business has suffered. Uh, lots of people have suffered because of all this stuff that's going on, but you guys keep on going up and up and up. So what kind of challenges, if you can share, did you face during this period of time uh, with like, for instance, delivery and, uh, and crossing the borders and all that kind of stuff? What kind of challenges have you faced and what was the strategy to go and overcome these strategies? Yeah. Over, over, overcome these problems, I mean. <laughs> problems, the nightmares, the sleepless nights. I, uh, I mean, the, the biggest problem for me logistically is usually I would travel down to California. Um, thankfully, we have great teams in place that are able to monitor and report back. Uh, it's been uh, a learning curve working from home. Uh, not something I'm used to personally. Um, the other side of that is with everybody else uh, working from home, both in the packaging and, and uh, marketing side, uh, it's been tough. There's, we're not the only ones that are, are succeeding right now is another uh, crazy thing of, about this pandemic. The demand for packaged goods has skyrocketed. So we're competing for uh, packaging lines for shelf space for uh, you know advertising there's there's really like a, a crazy appetite so the the challenges are of getting our head and our company uh, in uh, the the tools that they need to succeed mm -hmm. um, that's been hands down uh, the most challenging uh, side of things uh, you know I mean we you can see I, I'm looking at, at packaging solutions right now. Um, it, it doesn't stop. So the the next steps, um, you know, to, to mitigate these challenges that we have, um, especially with the cross-border stuff, hopefully Canada opens up a little bit. It's much better uh, stateside. Um, so we're taking it day by day. The, uh, the problems are, you know, it's, it's hard. It's hard for everybody right now. I, I, don't, I don't want to say that we're, we're exceptional in, in solving problems. We do what we can. Um, and, and that's pretty much what everybody in any industry is doing right now. But thankfully, 
the cannabis and shelf-stable food industries are in super demand right now. Uh, you know, since lockdown, um, you know, stateside, you've seen cannabis sales uh, soar. Uh, same here in Canada. And, uh, you know, same on the innovative food side uh, of things. So all our initiatives just happen to be at the right place at the right time, too. So do you actually have a, a kind of one or two paths? If lockdown goes to this side, we have to go this way. If lockdown opens up here, then we'll go this way. And then a bunch of different kind of scenarios that, that you play out. Yeah, you know, the path of least resistance is, is what we're chasing uh, always. However, uh, sometimes it's not always the best path. And once you get to know me, Fong, you'll know I'm about as stubborn as an ox. So a lot of this is just putting it on our shoulders and running it through and making sure we get to the other end. We're, we're not accepting anything else but success here. Awesome. Now, I know you kind of alluded to some of this before, but as of right now, what are you most excited about currently that you're working on? Uh, well, it has to be the space food launch. Um, we're we're in the facility uh, last week. Uh, the the buzz and the excitement, uh, just from non-related people seeing what we're doing, uh, has me excited. We're we're really gonna change the way that edibles are viewed and consumed in Canada and hopefully the U.S. very very soon. Mm-hmm. Um, so you know when when we uh, went through the retail side of things and, and effectively created the business model that you see out there. You know, 90% of the stores in Canada look and feel like Green Room looked in 2012. And it's, it's, <laughs> awesome, it's awesome to see that. And I don't think we had a unique idea, but we had large scale execution on that. And we saw a lot of that played out uh, in the industry. And now to a second time come in in the cannabis 2.0 marketplace and bring something exceptional. You should see my peers in the industry when they hear about this product, see this product. Some of them have been fortunate enough to try the product. Um, the excitement is it's infectious. It, it, it pulls into me. Um, you know, when, when I speak about it, you can tell I'm, I'm obviously excited. I try not to be biased and go out there and, and really say what I think, um, because it, to me, it really is exceptional, amazing, and, and non-comparable to anything in the market right now. So when you have a standout product like this, you're obviously going to be excited about it. Um, oh, oh that, that passion shows completely, so. Yeah, the uh, the other side is you know I'm I'm a fat kid at heart. It's uh, it, it's hard to ignore the the delicious cheesecake and donuts that that are are you know working on uh, at New Wave. Uh, I have to have significant self control to not eat all of it all the time. Um, it, it's a great product, and and again something that you know I'm happy to put uh, my name behind and 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 Blackhawk's name behind and. I can't wait. I can't wait till everybody else has the same excitement that I have. Mm-hmm. Now, 2021 is shaping up to be a, a, an amazing year for you guys. What do you see beyond 2021? Um, well, you know, Blackhawk's a complicated story. We've, we've been speaking for, for a little bit, um, only on a few of our initiatives. So, you know, the, the natural goal for me would, would be to get the revenues high enough on our, uh, on our initiatives and create spun out companies uh, for 2022, maybe even 2021, if things are really, really good. 
uh, and, and have a Blackhawk spin-out that's just cannabis assets. So Blackhawk that's just uh, health sciences. And, and um, you know, again, back to the shelf-stable foods, there's so much potential in everything that we've built here and the revenues and growth to me are, are outstanding. Um, so if we're at that point, it's gonna be a lot easier to tell a story and empower the leaders of those initiatives uh, to tell that story and, and continue. And, you know, for me, the, the path is clear. Build it, build it to the point where everything's ready to fly on its own and then expand further, spread the wings. Very, very cool. Uh, for somebody who is so successful and in the position that you are right now, there's a lot of people who go, you know what, I've made it. I, I can cruise along. I don't need to put in that much time and that, all that work. But you are still a very, very driven individual, still very, very motivated. So what, what, do, you, what do you do? Like when you wake up in the morning, what drives you? Well, my phone. <laughs> I mean, to be honest, uh, it, never, it never stops ringing. Uh, and, and at certain points, I just can't sleep anymore to answer it. <laughs> but um, on a serious note, it's, um, life is, is very complex in a lot of ways. Um, and it, as difficult as, as it may seem to run all these initiatives, for me, it's the simplest way to fulfill my life. It's, it's really, it comes down to that. Uh, I've, I've been in a position where I've kicked back and said, you know what, I've, I've done very well and I, I think I'm going to take a break. And uh, by month one, I'm already over it. Uh, so <laughs> I know myself and uh, I, I think that I have to continue because I've seen this to completion. Uh, I don't want my, my dream to affect how people view the company, but I know where this ends and I, and I know what I need to do to get there. And so while all the incremental updates are amazing and I'm excited to share them, that final incremental step that I have in my mind, that's what I'm chasing. That's what keeps me up. That's what gets me to work. And that's why, you know, I, I keep doing this because I know where, where it's going to be. Um, and I, I can't wait to get there. <laughs> Now, what would you say is the best advice that you've ever gotten from, from who? Um, well, I mean, I've had, I've had a lot of advice and I, you know, I don't know if I, I can quote it. I mean, it's probably from my dad. Uh, I've done a lot of crazy things in my life <laughs> and uh, a lot of people have, you know, the naysayers are always far outpacing the people that support you. And, and so I got to say that, that uh, my dad's constant support and through, like, you guys don't even know <laughs> some of the crazy ideas that I've had in my mind that, I, that I've tried and attempted and failed. And then the ones that I've succeeded have all been based on the support from my dad, my family, um, everybody around me has, has kind of reminded me that I, I do have that ability. And I think everybody has the ability to execute and deliver. Um, if you're determined uh, and, and you're actually dedicated to achieving your goals, you will. And, and I don't know if, if that's uh, the best advice, but trust your gut. The people that support you, you'll know who they truly are and they'll get you to your goals. Okay. Awesome. Very, very well said. Now, to, to kind of uh, put a twist to that same question, if you get an opportunity to speak on the world stage, 
and you have one message to share with everybody, whether it's business, whether it's mindset, personal, whatever it is, what would that one message that you want everybody to kind of ingrain into their brains? Oh man, write it down. <laughs> write down what you have to do, what you want to do and, and your goals and you'll get there. It's, it's really that simple. Mm-hmm. Put it somewhere where you're going to see it every day and that's what you do. That's what you do every day is what's on that list. Mm-hmm. And don't stop until that list is done and then write a new list. <laughs> <laughs> Give me a moment. I need to write something down. <laughs> yeah, um, before we let you go, I know you have a lot of stuff on the run and uh, I have six quick questions for you just for fun. Uh, take off your CEO hat and answer these as, as, as they come to your, into your brain. If you get an opportunity to compete in the Olympics, whether it's summer or winter, what event would you like to win a gold medal in? Oh, man. Uh, it would have to be the Winter Olympics in hockey. Uh, <laughs> born and raised in Edmonton. That's, uh, that's, yeah. Stranded on a desert island, you get to eat one food for the rest of your life with no consequence. Hmm. It would have to be Captain Crunch with Crunch Berries. <laughs> wow. Hollywood is giving you a call and they go, you know what, Fred, we want to do a biopic on you. Who do you want to play you in that biopic? Oh, my God. Uh, I, I don't know. Um, that's, that's a good question. Uh, it would probably have to be uh, uh, maybe James Franco or... Uh, God, I, I don't know. I, I really, that's a tough question. <laughs> I'm only saying that because I watched a, a thing where he talks about his characters last night on YouTube. So <laughs> he might be able to get it done. All right. So James Franco is at your front door. He's hungry. He goes, I want to stay for dinner. What's the special dish that you can prepare for him? Well, I'm not a very good cook, but I do have this couscous and chicken dish that I, that I make. So it would probably be that. Do you have a hidden talent that you're willing to share? <laughs> uh, a hidden talent. Um, I, don't, I don't know if I want to share it. I don't, I don't. <laughs> we'll, we'll keep it mysterious then. Yeah, let's, <laughs> let's leave that one for now. We'll save that for another video. <laughs> uh, now you're, now, that's like, a, that's like a, what are you, a cliffhanger right there. And, and my last quick question is, what is success like? But give me a number between one to three. Uh, two. One, two. So how is success like Albino? <laughs> when the heat's on, it feels like it's never going to end. <laughs> when it's done, you just want to jump back in and have another one. Well said. Um, do you have any final words or final updates that you want to give us? No, I, I mean, the... I'd love to keep doing these videos with you, Fong. I appreciate you taking the time. Uh, we've got a lot of stuff to speak about. Um, we just got to get it out there and get it complete. And uh, it's coming. Awesome. Well, thank you very much, Fred, for your time and your insights. Absolutely amazing to have you on here. Thank you for uh, doing this. It's absolutely a lot of fun. And for everybody else out there, uh, that is it for today. So until next time, today is the day to lock your peak potential. We'll see you later.